Welcome to the Rock Your World Naturally podcast, the place where women from around the world come to discover God's plan for health in body, soul, and spirit. I'm your host, Rakesia McMillan, award-winning author, Air Force veteran, and health evangelist. I'm passionate about sharing biblical truth, scientific research, and practical lifestyle approaches to help heal your world naturally. You're listening to podcast episode 18, my exclusive interview with Emily Harmon, U.S. Navy veteran, personal life coach, small business consultant, and the host of Onward Podcast. I'm your host, Rakesia McMillan, certified integrative nutrition health coach and health evangelist. My assignment to the body of Christ is to help women and communities heal their world naturally in spirit, soul, and body. If you'd like to know more about how you can heal your world naturally, you can visit me on the web at rockyourworldnaturally.com. You can find me on Facebook and LinkedIn at Rock Your World Naturally and on Twitter, rockyourworld28. Thank you so much to all of our new and returning listeners. In reality, at some point in our life, we will all struggle. From Genesis to Revelation, the lives of our four fathers and sisters and brothers in the faith was filled with struggle. Even the most successful people you could ever think of go through phases of struggle too. But even though we face these challenges, we have the choice on how to deal or respond to those specific types of situations. And it's up to us to build and to train our minds to be optimistic, even in the midst of our struggles. Philippians 4.8 reminds us, finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think on such things. And so when we are directing our thoughts to positive things, it will help us to become unstoppable, even in the midst of trials and the adversities of life. Those people who are thriving and achieving their dreams today, it's truly a testament of how people can overcome anything and against all odds. It reminds me of Philippians 4.13, which says that we can do all things through Christ that strengthens us. Now, the ability to overcome these struggles, sometimes it's not an easy one to work out. But you need to have the determination and the grit to be able to achieve it. And my guest today, Emily Harmon, she has faced some personal struggles of her own. And it's because of her struggles, it's her experiences that have made her a better person and positioned her to help others through their struggles as well. And to give you some insight about who Emily Harmon is, she has 38 years of service to our country as both a naval officer and civilian federal employee. 
Emily retired as a member of the Senior Executive Service in May of 2019. Her last assignment was as the Director of the Department of the Navy's Office of Small Business Programs, where she served as the Chief Advisor to the Secretary of the Navy on all small business matters. Emily experienced two major knee surgeries as a midshipman at the Naval Academy, unsuccessful marriages, and an abusive relationship. She helped her children as they faced their own adversity, such as anxiety, living with invisible illnesses, and drug addiction and alcoholism. Emily is active in her community, mentoring underprivileged children, forming a leadership book club, and co-founding a support group for parents whose children were addicted to drugs or alcohol. Emily finds deep satisfaction in helping others achieve their goals and realize their potential. She continues to serve through her business, Emily Harmon Coaching and Consulting LLC, as a personal life coach and small business consultant and the host of Onward Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, please help me welcome to our show, Emily Harmon. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Oh, I'm so, so excited to host you on today, and I am uh, looking forward to our discussion, and I know it's going to uh, be influential and impactful to so many people that are listening on today. I sure hope so. <laughs> I like to help people. Yeah. Um, now, before we get started, I just want to open up with an icebreaker question. Can you just let our audience know, Emily, what are you doing in your life right now that is rocking your world naturally? I am making time for me. Uh, I'm really working hard at not people pleasing and doing what I want to do, mm-hmm. not what I feel like people think I should do. Mm. That's so good. And I actually just had that same conversation uh, with an individual uh, on this morning who's kind of finding a different career path. And she said for so many years that she put her life on the back burner uh, because as you shared that sometimes you kind of lose your me <laughs> in the process of helping so many others that your um, need to kind of take care of yourself is kind of secondary. Yeah, so like, I mean, just for an example, um, my former husband, the father of my children, is really sick with cancer and um, he just has a few more weeks left and I'm working on the final stages of making sure that his paperwork's all in line because it was kind of disorganized. So I got to figure out, you know, like what life insurance policies does he have, make sure that the beneficiaries are right and things like that. And I've just been going back and forth up and down to visit him and my kids. And Mm -hmm. um, I haven't had like four or five straight hours to work on something like that because it takes a lot of concentration. And I'm supposed to be going to a movie every Monday night with my parents. I, I said I would do that when I retired. And so last last night, for some reason, it was on Tuesday night. And I knew that if I went, I'd feel so stressed and wouldn't enjoy the movie. But the old me would have gone 
to please them. Mm. And I actually didn't go and I got a ton of stuff done and I felt so much better. Yeah. And, and it I, was hard to do that, but I did it and it felt better. So I think each time you do something like that, it makes it a little easier to do the next time. Yeah, that's so true. And I think it's just really giving ourselves permission to know that it's okay that we don't have to say yes to everything. Cause I even think as women, like we have so many different roles that we're, you know, filling and just even with your situation, just, you know, being a primary caregiver, that is a full-time job, you know, in itself. And so sometimes making those adjustments, reprioritizing things, um, I think is like a daily part of, of life. Yeah. And it can be really something that's harder, hard to do for a, a people pleaser. And for example, I, I did notice um, I'm in a, I work with uh, some people on a side project and, and one of them one day couldn't make the meeting. It was a guy and he just said, I can't make the meeting today. Can someone else take it? Mm. And he didn't give a reason. And, you know, I think for, you know, people like me or women, you know, we're, maybe I'm generalizing, but, you know, well, what's your reason? It has to be a good reason. And bottom line, who cares what his reason was? He, you know, he's a professional. He said he couldn't be there that day. But, yeah. you know, I'm used to just giving a reason, making sure it's a good reason. And uh, the bottom line is, if you can't be there, you can't be there. So mm -hmm. you don't have to give a reason. So that's another thing that I'm that I'm working on and learning. Yeah, and I think that's so good that, and like you said, it's kind of like you don't have to, I guess, justify the sense of why you may not show up, but it's just that you know that if it's going to impact your well-being or whatever you have going on, that that is a decision that I made because that is a decision that will work best for me at that right. particular time. And he was sick. He had a migraine. So, you know, he had a really good reason. He could have said, I have a migraine. He's just like, I, I can't be there today. Someone else needs to take it. Mm. So, yeah, that's um, good. I learned from that. I, you can learn from observing other people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I often say that life is a classroom. Mm -hmm. <laughs> You know, we're always learning, whether it's through our experiences, whether it is through other people or, you know, situations that we're living through that we're always learning something. Yes, that's mm -hmm. true. Or we we have the opportunity to always be learning something. Sometimes it takes a, a few times through to really learn from it. Maybe mm -hmm. <laughs> we don't pay attention. Yeah, that's true. It's kind of like, you know, you're going around the mountain and you're, you know, it kind of reminds me of there's the um, there's an Old Testament story where they're going around the mountain for 40 years, <laughs> 40 long years. They're going around the same mountain. And then, you know, finally, I, I believe they have an epiphany. They <laughs> get some wisdom. OK, I think, you know. Going around this mountain, you know, um, is not, <laughs> we can't continue doing this. So, you know, you got to make some adjustments along the way um, right. so and that you're not. The learning, the learning only comes when you're ready. You know, you might have heard something before, mm -hmm. but it didn't really resonate with you. And then you're in a different situation and you hear it again and it and it resonates. Right. 
Well, so in addition to you, I know that um, you shared that that you are a full time caregiver right now. Um, well, I also... I'm actually my my daughter is actually there full time. I'm mm. not there full time. I go back and forth, but when I'm not there, I'm working on paperwork. It seems, but yeah, it's, yeah. my daughter is really uh, full time along with um, his fiance. They're mm. working full time with with him. Um, yeah, and he's in hospice care. But it, yes, it's definitely it's stressful on me too. Just knowing my daughter's there, it's hard for her. Yeah. Now, in the midst of just all of these things, are you um, practicing any kind of self care uh, to yeah, kind of maintain? That's a good point. I've been I've been making sure that I'm eating right. Um, yesterday, I got a massage. I'm, you know, I get a massage about, it used to be every week because I had a, my hip was really hurting earlier this summer so bad I could hardly walk. And now I've gotten it through physical therapy and massage and working out, you know, it seems counterintuitive, but moving it is what helps grease the joints. So Mm -hmm. now I'm not limping anymore. I can walk. So I've been getting massage every other week. I've been eating right and I've been getting plenty of sleep. And I've also started practicing, I'm reading this book called Daring to Rest, and it talks about yoga nidra, which is Hmm. basically, um, it's kind of like meditation and yoga, but it's not doing all those yoga poses, you're just laying there, and Mm -hmm. it's kind of like what you do at the end of a typical yoga session. So I've been practicing that, practicing meditation, Um, so I have been taking care of myself, which is not something that I've always been good at, but I'm really working hard at doing that. Yeah, and, you know, like you said, with that movement, some individuals may be hesitant, like if they are in pain, to go forward in some type of exercise or something that requires movement. But knowing that the movement certainly does help um, with the healing process, you know, of the body. Um, Exactly, it does. It's a big, big part of our... um, staying well yes um one of the things that also uh, connected me with you is that you are also a fellow veteran yes i am yeah could you share a little bit about your experience sure um when i was in um the, the way i decided to join the navy is kind of a little different than maybe most people i didn't Uh, grow up in a military family. So I didn't know really that much about the military. I lived in Northern Virginia. So quite a few of my friends had parents in the military, but I was oblivious. I didn't really pay much attention to it. Um, But then I was a really good basketball player and I was recruited by a lot of different colleges. Um, And one of them was West Point and one of them was the Naval Academy. And I went to West Point. It was cold and rainy. Everyone was wearing gray. And then (laughs) I went to the Naval Academy for a weekend, which is in Annapolis, Maryland. It was a sunny, beautiful day. People sailboats out. And the town of Annapolis is right outside the gate there. So I decided. And I like the basketball team there, too. So I said, I think I'm going to go here. And it was closer to home because I lived in Northern Virginia. So I ended up going to the Naval Academy and... um, Lo and behold, I ended up being in the Navy for 38 years, starting in 1981 when I was a midshipman. I I worked for the Navy. I did seven years on active duty after I graduated from the Naval Academy. I was stationed on a ship and then got stationed back at the Naval Academy. And then I did 13 years in the reserves. And after I got out of active duty, I became a civilian for the Navy. So I just retired 
in May and I actually called it a graduation because I felt like I'm, I'm not going to go home and just sit around. I'm graduating to go on to bigger and better things, uh, Mm -hmm. like hosting a podcast like you are, uh, like um, coaching and doing some small business consulting. So in May, that's when I uh, stopped working full time. And I, and I really love this next phase of my life. Wow. So good for you. And I love that graduation, <laughs> you know, celebrating, you know, uh, the success of your, your military career and, you know, working with the Navy and on to the next, next chapter of your life right definitely and it's exciting I'm 56 so I've got a lot a lot more that I want to accomplish um, including learning how to slow down and not being such an overachiever which is hard Mm. for me but I'm doing a pretty good job of it I think yeah now you mentioned that you are doing some coaching is that individual coaching or um, a specific uh, niche in coaching? Yes. Well, I do individual coaching. Um, one of the things that I haven't fully finished updating my website for the services that I want to offer, but one of the things that is on my website now is helping people with uh, time management. So I have an offer up there for um, working with somebody. They would fill out a, uh, a time tracking log for 30 minutes, you know, every broken into 30 minute chunks for about a week or two if they want. And then I'd help analyze it with them and figure out how they can be more productive. How can they get more out of their day? You know, if they're looking to have more time for themselves or more time for self-care or more time to volunteer. um, I'm pretty good at getting a lot done with the time that we have in the day. So I can help people with that. So that's something that I do. I also like to help people overcome challenges or obstacles. Um, That's what my podcast is about, moving onward from the adversity that we face in life. And then just career coaching I can help with as well as um, uh, any, you know, pretty much anything that people need help with. I've probably been there, done that, you know, having worked 38 years and I used to mentor a lot of people. So, you know, like working in a male dominated work environment. Mm-hmm. Uh, raising children. Um, my son is um, and is an addict. He is three years sober, thank God. But you know, I've yes. I've been through that too. So I can help with the people with a lot of different things. Yeah. So you can really speak to people on so many different levels because you've experienced so much, you've seen so much, um, which is awesome. Um, yeah, I, I love- like helping people too. Yeah, I I love the um, time management component because so many times you hear people say, you know, I just don't have enough time. I don't have enough time. And it's not that you don't have enough time, but if they could work alongside of someone like yourself to show a, a visual of what we're actually doing with our time, how we're managing it to really make the most out of our day right that's exactly it you know like mm-hmm. you might say you don't have time to work out but if you watch tv then you have time to work out because you can be working out while you're watching tv you can oh, do your yeah. sit-ups you can do your push-ups yes. there's things you can do at the same time you're watching tv and then mm-hmm. you know you're still getting your show in but you're also getting your exercise in just things like that i mean you don't always have to be doing two things at once but 
you know, just like logging food helps you be more aware of what you're putting in your mouth, logging your time helps you be more aware of um, how you're spending your time. Yeah, that's so, so true. So true. Um, I did also have an opportunity to listen to your podcast, which I do love, by the way. Thank you. Uh, We have some wonderful guests on there and just listening to, you know, all of their their stories. And I I love the name, you know, of the podcast. So can you share a little bit about why you wanted to start it and what's the overall goal? Sure. I um, started blogging about being divorced. I've been divorced three times. And that's not something I'm very proud of. Um, mm-hmm. And one of my former husbands was um, verbally abusive, actually the one who's sick now. And mm-hmm. I started writing about that, not naming names or anything, but, and then I figured, you know, I don't want to be, if you look a lot about um, people writing about divorce, it's a lot of whining and, you know, I wanted mm-hmm. to own my role in it. I wanted sure. to be positive about um, things and talk. So then I got into, well, I don't want it to be just about divorce. Divorce is a challenge, but there's a lot of other challenges in life. So maybe I'll, and then somehow I listened to a podcast. I started listening to podcasts because my job was, um, I used to only have like a five minute walk to work, but then I ended up having like a 20 minute Metro ride into work. So I had more time to listen to podcasts. And then I Mm -hmm. thought, well, I could do a podcast. And the the day I graduated, May 31st, or the day I retired, the very next day, I dropped seven episodes. So the wow. time that I was, um, my last six months in the job, I was also, you know, doing kind of two jobs because I was getting ready to publish my podcast. And I just have always been interested in how people faced adversity and overcame it. And if even if you're listening to an episode about somebody who, has an issue or dealt with something that you're not dealing with, you can still learn from it. Like if some, I've interviewed a couple of people that got paralyzed and how they dealt with that, but Mm -hmm. your issue might be um, something else. You have a hand injury or, you know, whatever, but you can just learn some of the tips, like get help. You're not alone. And that's one of the main things I want to communicate with my podcast is, and, and I want it to be everyday people that have the you know similar resources as most people, like famous people that make a lot of money. They probably have more, you know, you could think to yourself, well, they have more resources. Of course they can eat right or they can yeah. overcome that injury because they've got, you know, a chef or whatever. Sure. They have a full-time physical therapist. But I wanted to interview everyday people and show that it, it can be done. Yeah, absolutely. And so that's think- kind of how it how it happened. <laughs> yeah. And I think, you know, when we hear other people's stories, you know, and I know in my, my own life, if I've ever, um, when you're going through those really low valley experiences <laughs> where, yes. you know, you just feel like you're just in this dark web, so to speak. But then when you hear someone else's story, it's just so encouraging to know that, man, you know, they were in this similar dark space that I was in and they were able to overcome this situation. And so it, it, it's really uplifting. Yeah, that's how I want it to be, um, definitely. And it doesn't make it 
it all, it doesn't always make it easier. I mean, like when you're in the middle of the situation, mm-hmm. um, just knowing that, look, other people have been here before and you're going to get out. Um, it's going to be okay, I think is helpful. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it just brings that, that human element, you know, into the situation to where it's like, you know what, I can connect with this person. I can connect with their story to make it more real, you know, in a sense, because someone else has gone through the challenges and the struggles as well. Because like you said, when we're going through it, it does not feel good at all. No, it doesn't. And, you know, well, when, when you look at Facebook and Instagram, it looks like all of the positive stuff. So you can get on there and really feel depressed. And mm-hmm. so, uh, you know, I like to make it real because life isn't perfect all the time. And mm-hmm. I share, I need to share more. I share, you know, through the episode, some of the things that I've been through and dealt with. And, you know, I was a senior executive in the Navy, so I was high up just because you're high up in rank somewhere doesn't mean that you're perfect either. You know, you yeah. have challenges. Yeah. We're all human. That's true. I think when I was younger, my parents would always say there was a quote or something that they had that they always used to say, well, keep living, you know, and I I never like understood that as a kid. But then, you know, as you get older, you're like, oh, I I understand what my mom, what my dad, they were saying, because you know what? Life happens to all of us. Yes doesn't matter who you are where you come from like everybody at some point in their life is going to face something yes for sure mm-hmm. for sure yeah so just with the the challenges that that you have um faced uh in your life whether it's with your children um, with past relationships things that you dealt with in the military environment what was it that really helped to motivate you to, to get through um, those challenging times? I, I think especially once I had children, you know, wanting to be there for my children and, you know, having good days makes you realize, you know, life is really good. And so even when you're in a bad day, you you know, just let yourself feel the feelings. Don't try to shove them down mm-hmm. and recognize that it will pass. And when you've seen those bad days pass um, a few times and you start to, you know, even more confident in it and you can get and you can get through them. And what's really helped me a lot is um, exercise. I'll mm-hmm. get depressed if I don't exercise. In fact, when I was um, raising my kids as a single parent sometimes they'd tell me go exercise you know because <laughs> they would recognize it too I need that time to you know take care of myself oh for sure you know and exercise elevates us on so many levels whether it's releasing those endorphins whether it's just giving us that fresh breath you know that we need um just to feel good overall but we all have that area in our lives where we can kind of have that go-to that we know that if we engage in that, that it's going to really help us to stay on top of what we need to stay on top of. Yes, for sure. (laughs) And some days I don't exercise and I sit on the couch and watch movies all day. I mean, every (laughs) once in a while, I think that's okay too. Try not to feel guilty if you do that. Yeah, for sure. I think we all need those, one of those days every now and then. <laughs> That's for sure. 
Is there anything else that you would like to let our listeners know, Emily, before we close out? Um, no, they can uh, visit my website, Emily Harmon, H-A-R-M-A-N.com. And I'll be working on it over the holidays to update more offerings. Um, people can schedule a, um, a, sh- a short meeting with me to see if we're fit, if they want to, you know, maybe hire me as, as a coach, but also just, you know, go to the Onward podcast, Facebook and Instagram page. I post there pretty regularly and um, we have a community for the Onward podcast as well, where other people post too, not just me. We're just continuously lifting each other up. So you can also DM me um, if you want, if somebody wants to, to to reach out. So I said, no, I didn't have anything else, but then I listed a whole bunch of things. So there you have it. <laughs> Outstanding. And leave me a review on my podcast if you if you listen to it and like it, because as, as you know, mm-hmm. Kishia, those uh, definitely help. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. Well, again, Emily, it has been a pleasure hosting you today. And I wish you much success into this new chapter of your life as you have graduated from one area and moving into your next. And uh, I wish you all of the best and many blessings. Thank you very much, Rikishi. I've really enjoyed uh, being on your podcast. Thanks so much, Emily. Bye-bye. For health tips, faith-based education, and inspiration, visit www.rockyourworldnaturally.com and on Facebook at Facebook forward slash rockyourworldnaturally and Twitter at twitter.com forward slash rockyourworld.com. 28.